the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Are you ready for the word? Praising. This is Pastor Pearson of Word of Faith Christian Center here in sunny San Antonio, Texas. A Bible-believing, Bible-teaching church where Jesus Christ is Lord and you'll never be bored. I want to welcome all of you back to our radio broadcast and I pray as being a blessing to you and yours. So sit back and relax as I bring a message from the Word of God just for you. But please, please, please have an ear to hear what the Lord is about to say. Because if you do, I guarantee that you'll be blessed today. So, without further ado, let me bring today's message to you. We're sharing a powerful message to you that's called Recovery and Restoration. I'm sure you already know this, but it's good to have a God who's a God of recovery and restoration in your life. A God who will restore the things that have been lost and are stolen from our lives. Everything that the canker worm has destroyed, he said he'll return it to me and you. Now, it's good to have a God in our life like that. That's a good God that'll do good things for me and you. And it's even better when we let him be a God of recovery and restoration in our lives. So, since our God is that kind of God, then we ought to learn to let him be that kind of God in the lives of you and me. A God who recovers and restores everything that was stolen in the lives of you and me. We ought to learn to let God be who he is. That is, a God of recovery and restoration for all of us who are his. So, without further ado, let me share today's message with you. It's called Recovery and Restoration. But before I do, I got a question to ask you. Are you ready for the word? Because ready or not, here it comes. We can't be held up or held captive by the thinking about our past, our qualifications, and our own abilities, our own abilities. And we have to focus on God and his abilities and just step into what he has in store for us based on what he's going to do for me and you. We have to act upon the opportunities that he's placing before me and you. Move forward, trusting him. Otherwise, we'll miss the opportunities that God is opening the door for me and you to be able to receive, including the restoration and recovery of what he wants us to be able to receive. I know what I'm talking about because the Lord has presented me multiple opportunities to be able to know this, lit this one up so I can teach it for real and know exactly what I'm talking about. I gave you one example. Can I testify? <laughs> Let me testify. <laughs> I remember, I remember I had told you about how the Lord had Open the door for me to be able to take this job way out from where I lived, praise God, in a place I didn't even want the job, praise God. I ain't want the job, but God got me the job anyway, praise God, and told me any door I open can't no man close because I tried my best to close that door. I insulted the person that was interviewing and everything. I disrespected him on purpose to make sure he didn't give me the job. When he looked at me at the end of the interview, he said, you know you're not getting this job right. And I'm like, good, see ya. And I'm out because I didn't. I know that going way out there. Shoot, didn't. I'm going back a few years, praise God. But you used to have to drive through about five, five cities that used to jam folk my color. Y'all don't know nothing about what I'm talking about. Praise God. And I used to drive. I had to drive that some of that distance at night, when it, or at least when it ain't light. Uh uh-uh. uh. Whereas the police will pull you over just because. Back then. Hey man. And in them hoods, they would jack you if they felt like it. And then lie on you and say something that you did, son. 
And, I, and plus that, I was comfortable. I'm downtown Detroit, Chocolate City. I'm hanging in, you know, I'm, I mean, what I need to be going out there for? You know, I'm, I'm good. I'm cool. But I remember God gave me the job anyway. I was so upset with God. I mean, I, I, mean, I was, <laughs> and you got to learn to talk to God for I was so upset. I went to God and said, excuse me. You said you was going to protect me. You said you had my back. You don't look like you're doing a very good job right now. I said, guy, they, they didn't force me into this job. He said, what makes you think they gave you that job? He said, did not I tell you the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof? Did not I tell you any door I open can't no man close? You couldn't close it, could you? Now take the job and shut up. And you'll find out that there's something waiting on you when you get there. And I'm like, well, all right. So anyway, found out that was the best job I had in my life up to that point. Praise God. I mean, I, I mean, I developed as a Christian. I became an even more powerful Christian. I was already a powerful Christian. I stepped up to a whole nother levels of power. Part of it was because my prayer life increased. Because it was like a nice while to get from where I lived to there. And so I'd have to, drive, I'd have to pray all the way there. Praise God. Hallelujah. So my prayer life got stronger. Praise God. That was like my little classroom too because I would play CDs we had CDs I played tapes back then I listened to tapes praise God hallelujah and all the way. so I was learning like a mug I mean and, and I told you my prayer life would increase it increased for two reasons not just because of distance because I drove a hoopty y'all know nothing about no hoopty especially when you riding way out there and then way back every day every day and, you know, and this car break down around the corner. But I got to go way out there. So, I mean, I, be, I, 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 mean, my, I'm, I got eloquent in the spirit. As soon as you start it up. And you just, and you just, and you just, especially when you get to a light. You know, you get to huck a buck and y'all don't know nothing about that. Praise God. And you're like, I'll be all in the oriental. I'll be, be praying like a mug just to keep this car running. Praise God. So this happened for a little while. This happened for a little while. So one, one day, it was, it, was, it was near Thanksgiving. And see, in San Antonio, that don't mean nothing. In Detroit, it's, it's cold. The temp, trip is just dropping fast. It's dropping fast. And I'm sitting here thinking like, look, I'm about to go through a whole winter with this raggedy hoopty. And I done prayed it all the way back home. And I, I step up in the house. It was so cold that day. The hawk was blowing. Y'all know nothing about that hawk. And I'm like freezing. And I, I just talking, matter of fact. And I said, Lord, I'm tired of driving this hoopty, wasting my prayer language, keeping this car running instead of just talking to you. And Lord spoke. Lord said, why don't you go get a new car? When he said that, thoughts came to my head of the 15 reasons why I can't go get a new car. First of all, I don't qualify. Ask me how I know. Because I had been turned down for a raggedy hoopty but a few weeks ago. I was going to upgrade the hoopty. So I had went and stopped at this place not far from me trying to buy another one of those places that said it will, 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 will give credit to anybody. But they ran me out the door because this is back when the computer paper had the holes on the side. Y'all remember when the computer paper had the holes on the side? So when they ran your credit record back then... It would be like one of and they go and so 
my man went back in the back and put my numbers in and stuff like that. And, and all of a sudden, he had, and the guy came out with a big wad of that green and white paper. And it was still running because they were, st- they were still talking about me. And he come out and said, get out of here. Just get out of here. I told him, I said, hey, man, you said you, what, what I got to get out of here for? He said, man, get out of here. I'm not selling you nothing. Get out of here. <laughs> so I'm saying, I told him, I said, man, your sign said that you, you finance anybody. He said, anybody but you. Get out. Get out. I mean, had like, I mean, made me feel all bad. And stuff. I'm like, dang, I can't even get a hoopty on credit. So come back. So the Lord said to me, why don't you go get a new car? So in my mind, I automatically thought of my qualifications, my nobility, which was toe up. I was no longer noble in the world's eyes. I was a, I was a risk that most folk wasn't going to take, much less a new car. But I know the Lord. And I said, why would he ask me to do that if I can't do that? When and where should I go? Because I ain't going to get embarrassed. Because remember, he said, we, we ain't going to be ashamed. I said, so where should I go then? So if this ever happened to you, you know what I'm talking about. If it ain't ever happened to you, it happens. He had me pick up the newspaper, open up the, 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 the one ads, where they had all the ads in. And this one block ad literally stood up, and it looked like it looked at me. It's like it lifted off the paper. I know you think I'm being spooky, but I'm telling you, it's as though it lifted up off the page and like looked at me. As in, that's the place. At the same time that that happened, that's when my wife came in. We only had the one car running, and, and somebody had just dropped off. And she had just came inside, like, woof, woof. And she was headed over to the heat register, praise God, and, and, and taking off her coat, praise God, because your coat be cold. You know, because it snatched your coat, and coat and cold, cold get all in your coat. And she was giving me to take the coat off. I said, no, baby, don't take your coat off. We're going to get a new car. I got a Detroit wife <laughs> who's sweet as sugar, but it's also a closet thug. And somebody got to know what I'm talking about when you got a wife that look at you like if you lost your freaking mind. It, it, it's, it's a hurtful look. <laughs> it, it's Brothers in the house, you know what I'm talking about. You don't want to raise your hand because she's here. You just answered me. Praise God, you just answered. Anyway, <laughs> you think she's going to hear you lift your arm on the CD. Praise God. <laughs> you don't even want to raise your hand. I, if you don't raise your hand, I'm going to tell her you, raise, you didn't raise, you raise it. Anyway, so I told her that. She stopped. She just looked at me. Somebody say, thank God for a praying woman. Thank God for a spirit-filled woman. Thank God for a spirit-filled woman. She nodded her head. She said, let's go. I'm like, oh, see, we got agreement now. Now, this is what I'm talking about. Man, I put my coat on, praise God, and we went out there, and I'm praying all the way to the car. Come on, car, start now. Car, start. Start. I hit up a broom. Hey, glory to God. This is the Lord so far. And so I prayed my way in the spirit all the way to the, to the, to the car dealership. We went way out into a neighborhood where, once again, at night, I ain't got no business at that time. Because God sent me to a place where, once again, I got to be in faith all the way. Long story short, we finally got there. It was so cold it, that, that night. It was ridiculous. And the wind was blowing so hard, it was ridiculous. So we got out of the car, and we ran, and, 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 and we pulled up to her. And, 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 and she said, she asked me, she said, you got any money? I said, no, I ain't no money. 
I said, but the Lord told me, why don't I go get a new car? So we're going to get a new car. She said, okay. And so we rode on there and, and we got out of the car and wasn't, I mean, hardly nobody at the, at the, at the dealership because this, I mean, it was too cold to be going. It was ridiculous. And so we ran inside real quick. We was like, woof, woof, woof. And so the, the, the salesman came over to me and he said, what can I do for you? I'm thinking to myself, what am I going to say? <laughs> Thank God for a spiritual wife. Amen. She stepped up. She said, tell me about the rebates that you got. Man looked at her. He said, how you know about those rebates? See, they, they, had, they were not offering any rebates until a week from then. They had talked about it in the meetings, and they had just decided that they was going to offer it about a week from, from then. But she said, he looked at her, he said, how you know about it? You must know somebody. He said, we're giving, uh, what was that, 2000 2500 I'll make it 2000 so we don't go too far. He said, we'll give you. He said, you're not eligible for it, but since you know about it, you must be connected to somebody. So I'll go ahead and give you all that rebate. I'm like, glory to God. Because <laughs> like now I got down payment. I you, don't, you don't even understand. I had two nickels to rub together if they didn't come from you. Now I got rebate. And so I said, well, let's go. And so he, we, 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 we told him what car we wanted. What, what, what car we wanted. We want he said, well, look, this is what we got. He said, I got this one right here on sale, and I'll hook you up with this one, brand new. I'll get you with this one. It was like, it was like uh, one that was like uh, on there. And so I, we said, okay, let's take it for a ride. So he said, okay. It was like in the back of the lot. So homie turned around and got ready to go outside. And the moment, you remember this, baby? The moment he stepped outside, the hawk came. Now the flag, the, the flag was like laying like this. But as soon as he got ready to step outside, the flag started whipping like this. And we're talking about like in November in Detroit. So when he stepped outside, the wind said, and you remember, and he took, he took a step like this. My man, like he turned around, went back in and said, hey, look, look, look. Whew, it's cold out there. He said, look, this is what I do. See that car right outside the door? That's the same kind of car. It just don't have all the stuff on it. No, he said, that's the same kind of car. It's just got all the stuff on it. The one that you got, the one I was going to consider was like stock, plain. And so he said, he said just, you, can, you can try. It's the same car. Just drive it. Here, here's the keys. So we took it for a ride. And I'm thinking like, all right now. And we riding up. My wife looked at me and she said, what you going to do? I said, look, all I know is that God said Get the car. She said, all right. She stayed in agreement with me. So we rode on back. I said, I'm going to go for it. She said, okay, let's go. So we rode on back, parked the car back, got out of the car. The wind was still low. So we went in and we said, man, let's talk. I said, he said, okay, let's go. I said, but no, I got to see the car first, though. I'm not going to do it until I see the car. That's not it. He said, okay, no problem. So he put his coat on again. And once again, the flag was laying there. And then as soon as he stepped outside, the flag started whipping. He was like, <laughs> he came back in. He said, no, man, for real. Just take my word for it. He said, it's the same car. Just don't. I said, no, man, if you want a deal, 
You got to go get the car. I got, he said, man, it's in the back of the lot. I said, I don't care. I said, go get it. And he said, all right, I'll be right back. And he turned around and he looked outside. Once again, the flagpole, the flag was hanging. Was, was hanging. And in my line, flag, the flag was laying there. He opened up the door. <laughs> I think the Lord kept blowing on it. <laughs> That guy went back inside and said, hey, look, 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 look. That's what I'll do. He looked around like this. <laughs> he looked around. He said, look, just come in my office. Don't say nothing to nobody. I said, man, I ain't going in your office. I'll tell you. He said, just come in my office. So he stepped in there. He said, look, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to give you. See that car that's loaded with everything on it. He said, I'm going to give you that same car for the same price. He said, just don't make me go back there in the back and get that car with all this cold. I said, sure. And so, and so he started writing up everything. And while he was writing up everything, he said, you know, I can put, you know, you can get this on the car too. I said, put it on. And then he started talking about something else you could get on the car. And he looked over at me and I said, put it on. And then he started talking about some undercoating that you can put on it so it can stop the noise and stop the rust and stop the noise. I'm like, put it on. He was telling, I mean, he would tell us the price of the things. And these prices wasn't like cheap. And I'm like, put it on. <laughs> he told me about something else. Man, I can, I can, I can put this, I can put heated seats, put it on. And now my wife's starting to look at me now. Like with, with every put it on, she look at. She was smiling at first. Now she ain't smiling at all. I'm like, put it on. He said, "What about that? Put it on." And he's just smiling. He think I don't make some money here. I'm gonna make me some money here. He said, "So I don't write. I'm gonna write up. I'm gonna write up your stuff, and I'm gonna go. You know, check your credit. I'll be right back." And he left her. The room. And when he left the room, as soon as he got down the hall and turned the corner, my wife said, Have you lost your mind? What do you mean, put it on? You ain't got no money. <laughs> I told her, I said, Hey, look, God said, Come get this play. He said, Come get this car. So if he's going to give it to us, I want everything on it I can have. Put it on, praise God. She said, all right. She came into agreement with me. My man came back around the corner, slowly. Your mind starts racing. See, fool, you couldn't get a hoopty a couple of weeks ago. How are you going to try to get a new car? Loaded. With all this stuff put on. God said, hey, look. Your mind is thinking. Thoughts are coming to you saying, it's not going to be yours. You're not going to have it. They're going to throw you up out of here. If they ran you out of a, a hoopty joint, you know they're going to run you up out of here. Call the police on you, too. And the guy said, uh, the information didn't come back. He said, uh, we're about to, you know, it's near closing time, so you just go ahead home and we'll call you back tomorrow. Thoughts running through your head like, see, see, he, he already know you don't qualify. He's just trying to make sure you don't cause no uproar because you. 
because you are different people than them, praise God. And they're just trying to get you out of here so that they can go ahead and call you at home and tell you you ain't got it. Thoughts is running in your head. So I said, well, baby, come on, let's go. And so we, we got in the car. He said, I'm going to call you. I said, I'm, going, I'm thinking, like, amen. You know, I heard that one before. But, 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 but I'm staying in faith, though, because if he said I can have it, I can have it. So we went home, long story short. So you can come pick up your car now. And I said, I'll be right there, sir. Hung up the phone. I'm like, glory to God. Because once again, I don't qualify for this at all. No kind of a way. But I went. Picked up my wife. Said, baby, let's go. We're going to get a new car. We get the new car. I was going to let her drive it home. I was going to drive the hoopty home. Praise God. Hallelujah. You know, amen. I was going to keep the hoopty now. Praise God. Amen. Anyway, and so you didn't think they wanted it, did you? Praise God. They had to pay, I had to pay them to take that raggedy sucker. Praise God. But anyway, long story short, when we got there, gave us the keys. We got ready to sign up and everything. Got ready to go outside. We went outside to get ready to get in the car. We sat in the car for a minute and I looked. And it was that other one that didn't have nothing on it. It's still brand new. The world's better than the hoopty. But it wasn't the one that we was looking at. The guy said he was going to make a deal with so I looked at my wife and said, baby, what you think? She said, it's not the one. I said, no, let's go. So I went back in. Now, you know I don't qualify for none of this. So I went back in. I said, yo, my man, um, there's a mix-up here. That, that car ain't got nothing in it, man. That, that, that ain't got all that other stuff. He said, oh, man, no. He said, no, but see, it's like this. He said, you know, I, I looked at the prices and I looked at the, Amount, ain't no way, man, I could eat all of that. He said, so, man, I got it for you. Just, you know, like, just be satisfied. So I told my man, I said, no, man, deal's off. I came here for that car. That's the one I'm going to walk out with. Here, take the keys, I'm through. Took a couple steps, guy said, all right, all right, all right, I'll tell you what, tell you what, just come on, come on. And he told the man, he said, go, go clean that one up, go clean that one up. Talking about the, the one that had all the stuff on it, you know. Go clean that one up. And he gave, and then we walked out and we drove out with the, with the one. See, because Satan's going to try to get you to accept less than what God has for you. But you got to know what God has for you and make a decision. I'm going to get what God has in store for me. And we rode out with that sweet new car. Wasn't it sweet, baby? Sweet new car. I was like, yeah. But I didn't qualify for it at all. You think you don't qualify for it. You don't. You think you don't have what it takes to get it. You don't. But when God said, I'm bringing recovery and restoration to you, understand it ain't got nothing to do with you. God's going to do it. So fear not. Don't balk. Don't back up. Don't be afraid. When God says walk through that door, walk through that door. Because part of your recovery and restoration is right on the other side of that. Does that make sense to anybody up in here? Please let it make sense to you. Because I'm telling you, I'm prophesying to you ahead of time. A door is about to open up for you. That's why he had me talk to you about this. A door is about to, excuse me, Lord, I apologize. The Lord has, the door has opened for you. He's going to show you where it is. So you can then just walk through. But trust me, when you get there, when you see what it is, you're going to be like, oh, I don't qualify for that. He said, I know. But I'm going to give it to you. But you just got to let him 
be God and let him give you what he want to give you. It's time to walk in faith. Not by sight, but by faith. Focused on him, not on you. See the opportunity that is before you. Believe God and then step forward into what God has in store for you. Next time we get together, I'll probably talk to you about some people in scripture that I can show you who did, who ran into that. Some ineligible people who were presented an opportunity for, by God to not only receive the recovery and restoration of they stuff, but they ended up receiving the recovery and restoration of the whole nation stuff. And they were the least likely people to be able to receive it, just like you. But know that God is going to bless you just like he did them too. Just having you to hear what the Lord's going to say to you. Well, that's all that we have time for today. We trust that you are blessed with what the word of God had to say. My prayer is that it's blessing you as much, if not more, than it has blessed me. Finding out that restoration and recovery is something our God is willing to do for you and me. And I'll even be more glad if you learn to let him be a God of recovery and restoration in your life like he's been in so many different ways in my life. The Bible tells us that God wants to and is willing to do it for me and you. Let's let God be God in our lives by letting him do it for me and you. If you want to hear the message in its entirety, just contact the church office at area code 210-785-9238. That's area code 210-785-9238. Or write us at Word of Faith Christian Center, 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, 78213. We'll be more than glad to get it out to you ASAP. But it's always best when you can get it live. So if you're in or visiting San Antonio, come on by and check us out. Word of Faith Christian Center is located at 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, between West and Blanco. Service times are Wednesdays at noon, Thursday evenings at 6.45, Saturday afternoons at 4.30, and Sunday mornings at 8 and 11. If you don't have transportation or you're in need of a ride, we'll come and get you. We have a VIP transportation service that's available for every service. We'll pick you up, bring you to the church, and then drop you off at home after it's over. So just call the church office and arrange a ride. If you need a ride, we'll be glad to come and get you. Just come on through. It'll be a blessing to you. I guarantee you. Don't forget to tune into our broadcast tomorrow for more of this life-changing word to have in store for you. Call a neighbor, call a friend, tell them to tune in. But when you do, know that we're going to ask the same question of you. That is, are you ready for the word? Y'all stay blessed. See you tomorrow.